Welcome back to IJD HTF, where we are talking about episode eight of Only Murders in the Building. And this episode basically starts off with there's fans out front of the uh, the building, and you have two people that have been kidnapped by Teddy and Theo, our protagonists, Mabel and Oliver. And Oliver, uh, they're they're. Basically saying, we don't know anything. And then Teddy is like threatening them. Yeah. And he's like, you know, like, uh, you guys probably won't be alive very long if you don't wrap this up. Yeah. This podcast. He basically said, wrap up this podcast. I need the last episode to be out by tomorrow morning. I think it was like 730 a.m. It needs to be out. And you need to say, we made a mistake. It was a suicide all along. Right. So my question to you is why would Teddy release them? Cause he releases them after this. Why would he release Oliver and Mabel if he had killed Tom? Like Tim. why wouldn't, yeah, Tim, I say Tom, sorry. Um, I don't think that he actually killed Tim. Like I don't think Teddy or Theo killed Tim. I think they may know more than they let on, possibly. Um, but I don't think they killed him. I think they're just trying to cover up, like, you don't know anything about this jewelry business. You don't know anything about Zoe's death. Right, because he's got an illegal jewelry business, and that's really... And they're starting to talk about that on their podcast. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I don't really want that to get out because I could go to jail for that, right? Yeah. Plus the whole thing with the girl dying. and So my next question for you is... Do the fans out front, Yes. do they, like, how do they relate to the real thing? Like, is that like a realistic, like, um, example of podcast fans? Um, not that I've experienced. I don't think, I don't think there's even people from like the My Favorite Murder podcast, which is huge. I don't think they even have fans that sit outside of their houses, um, I do believe that there have been podcast fans that will like sit outside of like courtrooms when there's like a case going on. Like I know during serial and like mm-hmm. Adnan went back and he had like his court case. I know there were a lot of like fans outside of the courtroom or like the free Britney thing. There's all the people that would be outside of the courtroom, but I don't think podcast fans usually like stock podcasters to the point that they're sitting outside their building. Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, how I feel about it, too. So Oliver and Mabel tell Charles that they received a death threat from Teddy. And Charles has some news because, uh, as you know, he got the cell phone from Mabel, Mabel, who got it from the police officer, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a weird thing that they're giving evidence over to podcasters. But that's another story. Uh, so basically... They get in contact with the police officer and they're like, we think we solved it, solved it. And they start. Well, because they were able to, Charles was able to break into the phone. Correct. Using, wasn't it Theo's name was the, the passcode, correct? Right. So he does get into the phone and he's like, I think we've solved it. And basically this is the funniest part of the whole episode because the, <laughs> the officer was like, I need to know the. What was it? The who, the how, the why, and the, the why, why now. now. And they're like, well, the what? The who, the what? The, and she's like, not the what. We already know the what. 
Yeah. So then they like have this big board where they're trying to figure it out. And Jan, Charles's girlfriend, yes. who plays the bassoon, is just like bringing pizza rolls and interjecting and being like, this right. is what I found. And like Oliver does not like it. Right. At all. He doesn't. So before that, though, Zoe's ring was sold to Tim. They found out. Mm -hmm. But they didn't find her ring in his apartment. Right? Who sold Tim the ring? That's the big mystery. Who sold Tim the ring? Well. Was it the, the angel company? Theo had gotten it back from Zoe the night she died. So Correct. he was obviously, he had it. But did they sell it to someone else is right. the question. Like, why would they sell that ring is what I'm getting at. Because, like, that ring is, like, part of... But also... Like, Teddy's too careful, right? So, like, who sold... Did somebody come and steal the ring? Like, what happened there? And know? where did the ring originally come from? Because now that we find out they've been stealing from, like, the grave, like, they've been stealing from dead people, was right. the original owner's family after the ring? Right. And when they went through Teddy's phone, they found out that, you know, or not Teddy's phone. When they went through Tim's phone, they found out that Teddy had, like, threatened him to keep him quiet. Because he, like, he had made a video similar to the one Mabel had made where it's like, if I die, here's some information. Yes. And it's kind of like a little bit of a mystery to me. So there's a lot of loose ends that, like, don't. It's like, okay, we get it. Teddy's not the greatest guy. But there's still no hard evidence that he would kill Tim, mm -hmm. right? In fact, it makes sense that he would want Tim alive in a lot of ways. Do you think that Tim and Theo had some sort of relationship? I think there could be a possibility, yeah. Because I was pondering that just a while back. As you were, like, talking, I was like, hmm. Because what if, like, Theo was in love with Tim or vice versa? Like... There's really no evidence of Tim having a girlfriend or a boyfriend or any of that, even though he had the engagement ring and everything else. Yeah. And where is, uh, where is Zoe's ring? You know, Good question. Cause they found out that it was sold. Like that was on his phone. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, where did that, where did it go? You know, did, cause we haven't seen Teddy with it. Right. And that seems like something they would have shown. So I'm kind of curious. Does the killer have the ring? Like, did he steal it from the apartment? It's very possible. So if that's the case, then it could be the killer is looking for revenge. Maybe. Or they could have gotten into like a fight over the ring and then they could have shot Tim because they were like trying to get the ring. Yes. So at this point, Oliver needs a fresh air because, you know... Uh, Charles' girlfriend, new girlfriend is driving him crazy and, like, there's all these loose ends. So he goes downstairs and he starts chatting with the fans. And before we talk about what he does with those fans, we're going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsor. It all started with an idea to create gorgeous jewelry for everyone. Victoria Emerson is a jewelry line that offers pieces like wrap bracelets, boho cuffs, earrings, and necklaces to bring a little sparkle to everyone's lives. They were founded in 2012, and they are loved by women around the world. They have celebrity clients, like, or celebrity fans, you could say, um, like Jessica Elba, Vanessa Hudgens, Busy Phillips, Brenda Song, Julian Huff. 
They just have so many huge fans of the brand, and one of them is me. Each piece is created with genuine materials, including real crystal, stones, pearls, and gold. They are most well-known for their wrap bracelets and boho cuff bracelets, but also have lines that feature beautiful 14 and 18 karat gold-plated jewelry. These are perfect as a gift, whether you like someone you know is a minimalist and likes dainty jewelry, maybe they want something more timeless, maybe they like to layer. These boho cuffs and wrap bracelets are perfect for layering. You basically get like five, six bracelets in one a lot of the times, and the sparkle is like beautiful. Victoria Emerson focuses on making fashionable jewelry for everyone. They're super inclusive and their styles offer multiple points to fasten the piece. So if you have like a hard time with like those tiny little clasps on the back of like necklaces, a lot of their jewelry has like a magnetic clasp or things like that. So you can look for the perfect clasp for you. Um, they don't tangle, which is incredible. And they have this infamous paperclip style gold necklace that sold out multiple times within 24 hours. There are pieces you will never want to take off and they've got your sparkle covered. Brand new styles just landed online for the fall season and our listeners can buy one, get one free on the entire collection by visiting victoriaemerson.com slash IJDHTF and using code IJDHTF. Once again, that's victoriaemerson.com slash IJDHTF and use code IJDHTF. Okay, so Oliver's standing outside and the fans start talking to him and he actually comes off a little bit annoyed, but then the fans start talking to him a little bit about the podcast because he's like, oh, we're finishing the last episode up. And they're like, there can't just be one murderer because of logistics, logistics. And he's like, what? Cause he's like, I hadn't mm-hmm. thought about that. And then, you know, they chat for a little bit and he eventually invites him up to the room. I have a question. Why did Oliver invite fans to help him with the investigation? Because like, so basically what he said when he got up there is because they were that like huge fans of that other true crime podcast, which is how they started podcasting. And he was like, wouldn't it be a, like, wouldn't you want us on the case? Like if you were a podcast, like, if you are the Everything's Not Okay in Oklahoma or right. whatever podcast, like, wouldn't you want us on the case? Because we were, like, delving in and, like, really looking at all the facts. So, like, why wouldn't we bring in those people that have been, like, super digging and trying to find? Like, basically, he's like, clues. remember when we first started? Mm-hmm. That's what they're like. Yeah. Right? But I'm kind of also in the idea that it's like, well, they're also just listening to the information that you've given them. And as entertainment. As entertainment, correct. So it's like they're not quite going to be as invested in finding the truth. They're more likely just invested to like, well, I guess they do want the truth because they're trying to look at all those small little details, but in more fun, like it doesn't impact them either way, right? Yeah. So they basically come up with this idea that Teddy and Theo were the two to kill Tim. They are like, oh, they were on the fire escape at this time they pulled this they did this they like come up with the entire scenario which it actually seems kind of forced because it's like those are their suspects because they kidnapped them right Mm -hmm. and they like did i have this this um shady business and so it's like it almost seems like too good to be true kind of thing Which, which at least in the podcast episode that they record they're able to be like oh he has this business and they kidnapped us and they had to do with Zoe's death that they were seen by Tim and Oscar was innocent right. and they go through all of that. So they give it to the police officer. Right. 
And Jan keeps saying, like, you know, it just doesn't seem like, have you have you looked at all the other suspects? Like, I don't think that, you know, Teddy and Theo did this. But, you know, or she didn't say that particularly. She just said there are some other appetizing. Th- so why Oliver kicks her out because he's like, you're not conducive to the solving this case. Yeah. And he basically says you're not part of the group and kicks her out. And do you, why do you think he did that? Like, he brought in a bunch of, like, annoying, like, I don't want to say annoying fans, but they were, like, the most obnoxious. Because the fans kind of, like, corroborate what he wants. Right. Whereas Jan is like, well, you need to be looking at this from another angle. Like, this doesn't seem right. Which and actually, because it's not what he wants to hear. Yeah. He's like, this person keeps pointing things I don't want to hear. Like, I want them out. Yeah, which actually kind of made me suspicious of Jan at the first sight Mm -hmm. of it. But then I realized I was only really suspicious of her because of how hard Oliver was shooting it down. Yeah. And Mabel was shooting it down, too, actually. But yeah. So I think they were also a little bit jealous about how she was kind of monopolizing Charles's time. Like, Charles wasn't answering his text messages as often. He wasn't answering phone calls as often because he was out with Jan. Yep. And those people are all kind of reclusive. Like, they only hang out with each other. Right. So I think there's, like, a jealousy aspect to that as well. So Oliver gets these super fans to, like, reenact what happened. And, you know, he does his whole thing, which I'm a little bit, like, I don't want to say I'm sick of it, but I'm kind of like, it was cool the first time he did like mm-hmm. the the whole audition thing. But now it's kind of like, okay, but you're I, like so far in your head that you can't even consider anything else. And so they just force it basically. And they're like, this is what happened. We're going to go with this. They record the podcast. And then when they put the podcast out, the police come and arrest Teddy and Theo. But then Forensic or something found out that they sent a, a video over to the police officer, mm-hmm. the uh, investigator that was on it originally, that shows that Teddy and Theo weren't even there during the murder. Like they, like they were on, outside the building. Correct. They have them on a camera, not there when the alarm went Tim off. Tim died. Yeah. So there was that. And Toxology finally came back and said that Tim had actually been poisoned and was dead before he was even shot. Right. So there's just all of these holes. Uh, And I guess my question is, is what went wrong with with the, uh, to make, to cause them to believe that Teddy and Theo falsely killed Kono? Well, I think because they were like, oh, he has this shady business. He kidnapped us. He had to do a Zoe's death. Like he paid us to finish this before morning or he was going to kill us. Right. So they were under a time crunch and they were like, He's looking really sus right now. Yeah. And I think the stress of that made them kind of look at it like a like pigeonholed and kind of didn't allow them to think about any other suspect. Right. And so Charles goes, they all like, okay, we did it. And the Charles goes back to he goes to say apologize to Jan, basically, for Oliver and Mabel's behavior. Mm-hmm. And he well, first we see Jan go and she finds a note on her door that says, I can't remember what it says. It's like, do you remember what that note said on her door? Something along the lines of like back off. Yeah, something like that. And so she. Or I'm watching you. I'm watching you, I think what it was. 
And but then he finds out that she's been I don't know if she's dead, but she's knocked unconscious. And um, that's where the show Well, she ends. had been stabbed. She's been stabbed, right? And she's so, also unconscious. So my assumption would be that she's probably dead, but if she's not, she's probably going to have some information right. when she wakes up. And you know, we only have a couple episodes until the finale and I'm just really curious as to how this is going to go. I have a final question for you, actually, Mm -hmm. for this episode. Why would the killer attack Jan in her apartment? Like, one, why would he attack her in her apartment? And two, why would he even attack Jan? Like, what what would be the... Okay, so one thing is that that footage of Theo and Teddy during the alarm was faced at the courtyard. Right. Correct. So who would have a camera faced at the courtyard? Because the only person who really hangs out there is Jan when she plays her bassoon in the courtyard. Right. So it would either be Jan pointing at it herself or someone watching Jan. Oh. Who sent that video of Teddy and Theo outside. So chances are she is somehow connected to whoever killed Tim. Okay. And then why would she attack in her apartment and not, like, say, on her way to her apartment? And I actually feel like Jan was almost set up to go out with Charles and to, like, be giving them information about it because she can steer it away from who it actually is. Like, she, like they could be like, your job is to go out with this guy and to hang out and find out what information they have and then steer it away from who okay. actually committed the murder. And when they thought she was giving away too much information, I think they stabbed her. Right. And I think it was in her apartment because if you do it in a hallway, I'm assuming at this point that the Arconia would have some sort of security cameras. I'm surprised each one of the people working on this case don't have a security camera in their house just for the life of the case. And I feel like... I keep going back to Oscar's dad, the superintendent, because he has the most access to remove footage or get into people's apartments or get into people's apartments very easily. Possibly, but it doesn't seem like footage is really being tampered with all that much. That we know of at this point. And honestly, the building's old and I don't think it has much cameras because nobody has brought up the point that... uh, Like you could see who went up to Tim's apartment. Right. Like... Mm -hmm. There were a ton of people that went up to Tim's apartment, you know. Which is actually weird to me that even an older building wouldn't have security cameras of people going in and out of the building, at least. Well, I wonder if it has a lot. Oh, that's true. I I think they must have because they remember they said nobody knew entered or left the building. So they must have front door cameras. But Well, they have a security, they have a doorman. Like whatever they they found out that nobody had left or entered the building during mm-hmm. the time, so they knew that whoever had killed him was in the building. That's the whole idea. Mm-hmm. So whoever killed him lives in the building. It's basically what it's all about. So, and the thing is, technically, the person who stabbed Jan could not even like they could be someone who's not even the murderer, right? They could just be someone else who has some sort of vested interest in what's going on. Which I think that's unlikely. I think it probably is the murderer. I, th- we're gonna, it's I think not, it's the cat guy. Because she kept mentioning the cat guy? Maybe. I don't know. Because she kept saying, oh, what do, What about the cat guy? Like, why aren't we looking into Howard the right. cat guy? And then they're like, it's not the cat guy. 
honestly, Theo is really suspect because he can read people's lips and he's mm-hmm. known for spying on people. Like we've seen him like looking in, like reading people's lips across the way, you know? Yeah. So he comes off as like suspect. And suspect maybe he's... in the stabbing, but not necessarily a suspect for who killed Tim. Unless po- there's, possibly. Unless, yeah. you know, there was a lover's Theo quarrel. Theo is like unhinged a... a little bit yeah. too because he keeps like saying, let me deal with him. I'll do it, right, to Teddy. And Teddy's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not trying to kill people. We're trying to run a business here, you know? Yeah. So I'm really interested to see how this goes. Every time I think, oh, maybe it's this, then something else happens. And I'm like, maybe my theory didn't make as much sense. So I'm curious. We have a few episodes to go. Still don't know. And I'm pumped, so. All right.